Today is March the 5th. Today we read of the end of Samson's life. Samson, who all his life fought alone, dies alone. Let's find out more as we study Judges 16 together. So in Judges chapter 16, we start with a short paragraph. One day Samson went to the Philistine town of Gaza and spent the night with a prostitute. Word spread in town that Samson was there. They didn't know exactly where he was, so they locked the city gates. Now understand that the city gates were gates that actually horse-drawn chariots could march through. They were large gates. They were, when shut, just like a wall. They were massive, heavy, set on hinges so they could open and close. But when they closed the city gates, they expected them to remain closed. Verse 3, Samson stayed in bed only until midnight. Then he got up, took hold of the doors of the town gate, including the two posts that they were set in. He lifted them up, bar and all. He put them on his shoulders and he carried them all the way to the top of the hill across from Hebron. So Samson picks up these massive doors, walks down the mountain, up the other mountain, and leaves them on top of the other mountain just to say, see what I can do. Now in the story that follows, sometime later, Samson fell in love with a woman named Delilah who lived in the valley of Sorek. The rulers of the Philistines went to her and said, entice Samson to tell you what makes him so strong and how he can be overpowered and tied up securely. Then each of us will give you a thousand, eleven hundred pieces of silver. And this starts a long story of Delilah saying to Samson, what makes you so strong? First, Samson says in verse 7, if you were to tie me with seven new bowstrings that have not yet been dried, I'd be as weak as anybody else. Delilah does that and then shouts, the Philistines have come for you. Samson wakes up, pops off the drawstrings, kills them all. Samson keeps coming back to Delilah. She keeps pestering him. Now in verse 11, Samson says, if I were tied up with brand new ropes that have never been used, I'd be as weak as anybody else. So she ties him up with brand new ropes. Philistines comes in, Delilah says, the Philistines are upon you. Samson pops the ropes off of his body, kills the Philistines, and leaves. And comes back yet again. Uh, in verse 13, Samson said, If you were to weave the seven braids of my hair into the fabric on your loom and tighten it with the loom shuttle, I'd become as weak as anybody else. Samson had locks, dreadlocks. Do you know the Rastafarians actually perceive of themselves as taking the Nazarite vow? They drink no wine. They don't cut their hair. 
and they braid their hair in locks based on this verse. Interesting. Delilah weaves his hair into a loom. She shouts out, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. He wakes up, shakes his hair, breaks the loom, kills the Philistines. He leaves and he comes back a fourth time. This time, verse 16, Samson shared his secret with her. My hair has never been cut. I was dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. If my head were shaved, my strength would leave me and I would become as weak as anyone else. She calls for a barber. The barber shaves his head. She shouts, the Philistines are upon you. He wakes up figuring that he's going to kill him just like he did before. But God's spirit has left him. They take him, they capture him, they gouge out his eyes. And they make him grind grain in the prison. But in verse 22, but before long, his hair began to grow back. Now why is it important that uh, the author mentioned that his hair began to grow back? If you would go back with me to Numbers chapter 6, that govern the Nazarite vow, you see that they are not to cut their hair. But in verse 9, but if someone falls dead beside them, the hair they have dedicated will be defiled. They must wait for seven days and then shave their heads, just like Samson's head was shaved. Then in verse 11, the third part of that verse says, they must then, after they make an offering of purification in the temple, they must reaffirm their commitment to the Nazarite vow and let their hair begin to grow again. And then they are Nazarites once more. Samson's hair began to grow again. Now the Philistines, verse 23. Philistine rulers held a great festival offering sacrifices and praising their god, Dagon. They said, our God has given us victory over our enemy, Samson. When the people saw him, they praised their God saying, our God has delivered our enemy to us. The one who killed so many of us is now in our power. Half drunk by now, the people demanded, Bring out Samson so he can amuse us. And they brought him to the temple where a large number of people were gathered. He said to a young man, take me to the pillar that supports the roof of the temple. I'm tired. I want to lean against it. The young man did while he was there. Verse 28. Samson prayed to the Lord, Sovereign Lord, remember me again, O God. Please strengthen me just one more time. With one blow, let me pay back the Philistines for the loss of my two eyes. Spirit of the Lord comes on him. He pushes over the pillar. The roof collapses. And in his death, he kills more Philistines than he did in all of his life. 
verse 31. Later, his brothers and other relatives went down to get his body. They took him back home and buried him between Zorah and Eshtal, where his father Manoah was buried. And Samson judged Israel for 20 years. Yes, God can use us. He can even use us in spite of our sin. But you know what? That doesn't mean that it's okay. That doesn't mean that we're okay. God can use us no matter what our state is. But God also wants us to submit to him, to follow him, to be his child. Samson shows us what God can do through a single man. But he's not a good role model. As we read through these stories, time and again, we're saying, don't be like Samson. <laughs> don't follow his example. Yes, God can use him. God did use him. But don't follow his example. He was not a positive role model. Let God use you, but be his follower. I encourage you to like, follow, and subscribe on the platform that you use to listen to this devotion. Share it with your friends. If you have a question, email us at questions at becomehope.com. We'll see you on Sunday when Zach will talk to us more about Samson.